Hello swimmers and welcome to Torpedo Swim Talk. Today's guest on the podcast is one of the most decorated master swimmers in the world and therefore simply one of the best, American Laura Vell. Hi Laura, welcome to the pod. Thank you. Thanks very much for having me. Where are you uh, located in the U.S.? I live in California, um, Northern California. I live in Santa Clara. Um, I also have a house in Las Vegas, which is where I am right now. I'm visiting my kids and my grandkids. And I plan on um, retiring here at the end of the year, beginning of next year. I'm not sure when. Uh, I'm still working full time as a nurse. Oh, wow. Okay. So do you all of, how many kids have you got? I've got two daughters and four grandkids. And they are they all based in um, uh, Las Vegas? They're all here in Las Vegas. Oh, lovely. Oh, that'd be so nice to join them. Um, what will that mean for your um, swimming? Have you got a club that you can join in Las Vegas? Yeah, the Las Vegas Masters actually is a very good club. It's very, it's, well, since COVID, my club has kind of gone away. So um, I'm not really swimming with anyone right now. I'm swimming by myself. I've been doing that since COVID, which is not, I, I joined a, um, a health club. It's called the Bay Club. And I swim there every morning uh, before work by myself, which is not, not fun. So I love coming to Las Vegas and swimming with a team and a coach. And, um, and it's just, it's very special for me to come to Vegas and swim. Yeah, so when when will you head back to Santa Clara? I'm going back tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning, okay. Yeah. So back to work and back to swimming before work. <laughs> right, back to swimming by myself. Yeah, exactly. So what do competitions look like at the moment in the US? I know in Australia where, well, where I am, we're locked down and all our competition, all our master's competitions have been cancelled. What's it like over there in California? Are things starting to sort of bubble up again? It depends on where you live. Um, in, in Northern California, we've had no meets um, since COVID. We do have some coming up in, I think, October uh, is the plan. They also have the nationals. They had the short course nationals, which were in North Carolina um, a month ago. And I did not go because I didn't feel comfortable going. I've been uh, vaccinated Uh, fully vaccinated since January, but um, I just didn't feel comfortable going. Um, Long course nationals is in October and that's going to be in Ohio. And I am thinking about going to that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's impacted obviously the whole world, but it's just very hard, isn't it, to to keep motivated, especially as you say you're swimming by yourself. And I know where where we're located. Every time we um, come out of lockdown, we have a we get a few sessions back in the pool, and people start coming back in. And then we get locked down, and people are back to just sort of walking and running because all our pools are closed. Probably similar to you. Um, yeah. But hopefully we we we've got some positivity coming out of it with everyone getting vaccinated and and moving on and hopefully 2022 is going to be a much better year for swimming <laughs> i hope you're right um i did swim in a meet uh, about i mean about 3 weeks ago um we a friend of mine and i we flew down to los angeles to mission viejo and they had a long course meet there and um, they said that if you were fully vaccinated, you didn't need to wear a mask. Everybody else had to wear a mask. So they had some pretty strict guidelines. 
So it was, um, it was fun to go down there and compete. I haven't been in a long course pool in two years, but, um, but it was long course. And so, you know, we swam uh, eight events and it was really, really fun. It felt like, it almost felt like normal. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, it was really great. And, um, and I've aged up this year. So um, I, I swam in the 70, 74 age group for the first time too. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. It's always yeah. good to, yeah, to get, start getting those, those records for you up in the next age group. So did you manage uh, to grab any records at that meet? Yeah, I did. I got, uh, I got seven world records. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> what, what were those, uh, what were those strokes in? Um, I'll about- tell you the strokes, but I won't tell you the times because I, I didn't think the times were very good. That's um, fair. <laughs> okay. I swam the, the 50, the 100, the 200, the 400 freestyle. 50, 100, 200, 400 freestyle. I just found the 50 fly, the 100 fly, and the 200 back. Wow. Okay. That's quite a program. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot in two days, but it was yeah. really, really fun. Really fun. That's great. Well, congratulations on those world records. In, in Thank you. Part of, in part of my research, I, was, I, was, I came across a little fact where you broke every single freestyle record when you swam a 1500. How did that come about? What what meet was that at? Um, it was at the, um, the Olympic Club meet. Um, they have it every, well, they had it <laughs> every January at the Olympic Club in San Francisco. And um, it's just a 1,500 short course meters. And um, I, I do it. I did it every year because it's just a really fun meet to swim in. And this particular year, I had aged up. And a friend of mine said, as we were driving to the meet, said, why don't you try and get every record? on the way to the 1500, I went, well, I don't even know what they are. So I looked them up and the first record for the 50 was a, like a 30.2 or 30.1. So I knew I'd have to go under a 30 on the way to, on the way out and then 50, uh, 50 meter free um, to, to, to break it if I was going to do all, all of them. And I said, mm, well, you know, the hundred was like a 108, I think. And 200, 200 was like a 235. So, you know, the, the further along, the easier it got. So I thought, well, if I could do the 50 and 100, I should be able to do the 200, the 400, the 800, and the 1500. So um, I told everybody that was in my heat that I was going to do this so they wouldn't freak out seeing that I was going <laughs> to you know, go, go all out on the first, first 50. Yeah. And, um, and I did it. I went out in a 29 something and uh, I think a 106 or yeah, I think a 106 for the hundred, and then um, and then after that it was actually pretty easy. Uh, the times were not that fast after the first uh, 200. Wow. So yeah, yeah. And I haven't that, tried that since. That's when I aged up to 60. So <laughs> <laughs> was that feet on the wall or did you? Yeah, it was. It was feet yeah. on the wall. Wow. That, yeah. Yeah. So that would have even been faster. Yeah. Okay. That's amazing. Congrats on that. <laughs> well, thank you very much. So how did you first get started in swimming? Well, um, my mom put, I was one of five daughters and uh, my mom put us in swimming. She started when I was 10 and my older daughter, my older sister was 12. And, um, and then my other sisters were anywhere between I like three between three and 10. So they were, you know, we were all pretty close together in age, about two years apart. 
and um, she was she just wanted some activity for us for the summer. And she put us all in the swim team, including my, uh, I think the youngest was four, my four-year-old sister. And we all started on this team called the Mountain View Dolphins in California and um, stayed on it for, I stayed in it until my coach quit when I was 17 and I went off to college, but uh, I loved it. I, it was just the best thing that ever happened to me. And um, my sister's they didn't like it like I did, but, but for me, it was just, uh, I just loved it. And, um, on that little swim team, the Mountain View Dolphins, I actually went to nationals a couple of times, uh, senior nationals. And, um, the club was so small that I was the only one that made the senior nationals. And I was, I went by myself with my coach and, um, but it was, it was, you know, that's, that was the beginning of my swimming and then um, in college, they didn't have, um, it wasn't, it was before Title IX. And so um, I swam uh, in AAU through college. I wasn't ready to quit because I still loved it. Uh, went to Olympic trials in uh, 1968 in Los Angeles. Um, actually drove down to Los Angeles and swam in trials. And then um, in the fall of that year, I went to college, went to college. Uh, no, that's not true. I, I was in, still in high school at that time. Um, next year, I went off to college. I went to football college, swam at football college for North Thornton, who was the coach of Cal later oh, on. Yeah. And then um, swam for him for a couple of years and then, and then retired because there was just really nothing for um, women at that, at that point. Right. Okay. So no sort of no programs through college to help you sort of stay in swimming and that obviously came in a lot later well that's yeah that's very disappointing isn't it yeah i think uh, i think title nine came in about 1974 and that's the year i graduated from college right and and what's yeah. what's the basis of title nine for those people who are listening who don't understand what that is oh title nine is when they gave equality for women in uh, college in athletics. Um, before that time, they had um, men, men's athletics that were all sponsored um, and they gave scholarships. There were no scholarships for women in any athletics at that time. Title IX said that all the colleges had to be equal with the number of scholarships they gave to men and the number of scholarships they gave to women. Right. So when I, when I was in um, college, they didn't have any collegiate swimming. They had intramurals um, and then they had AAU, but it wasn't co- related to college at all. Right. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So I swam in college, but it was AAU. So it wasn't related yep. to the college I was swimming in. Yeah. Yeah. And so how long did you have out of the water before you started in master swimming? Well, see, I, I got married and I had my two kids. And then it was, I was in my late twenties, early thirties. And a friend of mine told me about master's swimming. I'd never heard of it. And um, I was 32 or 33 when I started uh, master's swimming. And I just was doing it to get back in shape again a little bit after having my kids. And then um and then the club I was swimming for, which was the Los Altos Masters, which is in California, um, was going to hold the national championships. And uh, that was in 1987. 
So I, um, I think it was an 87. Yeah, I think it was 87. And then, um, and so I, I thought, thought, well, I got to get myself in meat shape if my club is going to, you know, uh, sign me up for this and put me on realize and all that stuff. So I started getting serious about swimming and, and um, would go every day after work um, or in the morning before work. And, um, and then we swam the, uh, uh, I swam at the, 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 the nationals and did really, really well. And I was hooked again. <laughs> so that was my first nationals and it was our, our club was the, the meat host. So yeah. it was. Um, oh, that's, that's great. That's, it's funny how, um, how having that little taste again can make you addicted back to that, uh, yeah, the wonderful feeling that you get from swimming, that sort of um, endorphin rush and the way you yeah. feel in the water. Well, it's exactly what it was. It was an addiction, you know, yeah. I guess, you know, and um, I just loved it. I mean, I didn't want to quit when I quit, but there were just, there was just nothing for me. There were no opportunities. And when I quit at age 22, I was, I was the oldest one, one of the oldest ones swimming. People yeah. just didn't swim past at that age, yeah. um, which is very strange to think of that now because it's so young and swimming right now. I know, I know. Like when you look at the recent Olympics and you look at some of the people competing, I mean, well into their mid-20s, late-20s, and, you know, there were even some some girls for me who are in their early 30s. So it really has changed in that sort of generation, hasn't it? Oh, it's wonderful. Yeah, so so many more opportunities now, and it's great. Yeah. Uh, I love to see, I, I heard Katie Ledecky say that she, you know, yeah, is going to go to the next one and, maybe even the next one. And I think that's awesome. You know, you know, why not? If you still love it, why not? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How, how old is Katie Ledecky now? Is she mid twenties or early? Well, she's graduated from college. So right. she, I think she's like 23 or 24. Yeah. So the next one will be in three years. So it should be 27. And then the next one will be, she'll be 31. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Plenty, plenty of time. <laughs> yeah. And what do you love about master swimming so much? Like what, what's the key thing that you enjoy the most? Well, that's a really good question. I, I just, I, well, I just love it all. I mean, I love, um, I love my friends in, in master swimming. I love the workouts. I love to work out. And that's the worst thing about COVID for me um, (laughs) is, is not sharing that with my friends. I'm just, um, I, I love to, um, uh, you know, it's a camaraderie of, of the, my, my swimming buddies, um, the, the, you know, the friendships I made uh, around the world. They're all my Facebook friends. And when we go to world championships, I've gone to, you know, Montreal and Budapest and um, Italy. Um, you know, we've, we, you know, we, I meet up with my, you know, my swimming friends all over the world. Um, the workouts, I just love, I love to work out. I love to race in practice. I don't get to do that now. Um, hopefully again, you know, I'll, I'll have that. But for the most part, unless I come here to Vegas, I'm swimming by myself and not, and not, not having that, that piece that I just love so much. Yes. Uh, so yeah. I, it's just, um, I mean, I love to race. I, I, I love to race. I love the, the meets. Um, I don't know. I just love everything about yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, it's it sounds like yeah, it's a it's a common answer that I have. Every everything you said. I mean, I think everyone loves 
the sort of the, the friendships they make in master swimming. But yeah, the, the work the workouts and you know those little pieces of um, conversation that you can grab at the end of you know twenty fifties and you it takes the whole set to have a conversation. You know those <laughs> kind of things. Me, you know they they mean a lot. You might get a word here and a word there, but by the end of the set, you you've had you found out what your friend was going to say. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly uh, right. I love that. <laughs> yeah, and then the bonus, of course, is is the health aspects of swimming. You yeah. know, I mean, um, I'm a nurse, and so I I know how how good it is for you for the body for your body. You know, for um, I think swimmers are little healthier eaters. Um, I think that you know we um, you know we take care of ourselves. I mean, we're all getting old, but I, hopefully, we're getting old a little bit you know, a little slower, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> and a little bit uh, healthier. I mean, yeah, yeah. If you, if you look around at the master's community, we've got so many people well into their eighties and nineties and now swimming, breaking world yeah. records, enjoying their swimming, you know, traveling around when we could. Um, yeah. Some of those yeah. are amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's, there's some amazing people. And I think I, I, in fact, I looked at your, your podcast and some of the people that are listed are, are just, you know, incredible, you know, um, icons and master swimming that have swum for decades and they're still swimming and it's, it's great. I, you know, I, I love being a part of that. Yeah. Absolutely. Let, let's talk about the type of training that you do, Laura. Um, I'm really interested to find out. So what would be a typical session? How far would you swim in a session? Um, oh, well, before before COVID? When before I was, when before I was, when COVID. I by myself. Yeah, let's go before COVID. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, before COVID, I, it, it was very structured and, and I, lo- I love structure. <laughs> and um, we, we, I swam with a, a, a big group of people. There were always several people in my lane, which I love. I don't like swimming in a lane by myself. I love, you know, swimming, um, you know, behind someone and trying to catch them. And, you know, and, and we always would start out with a warm up set, which was about, um, about 1200. And the warm up set could be like six, two hundreds or, you know, um, for three hundreds or something, just a, a warm up set that's actually on an interval. So it's um, it's a pretty you know it's a pretty good warm up. Um, for a lot of people, it would be like a main set, but um, but it's what we were used to doing, and we that's what we did. Then we go into a kick set. We always do a kick set after the warm up set, and that was we would do about six hundred. It could be six one hundreds or twelve fifties or you know a couple of three hundreds. Um, but it was always in a pretty quick interval. The hundreds would be on an interval of like 150. Um, and this is yards for yards, um, 145, 150, something like that. So we, we do um, emphasize kick a lot. And, um, and I like that because I like to kick. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we would do like a main set. And the main set could be anywhere, you know, with, you know, could be an um um, a stroke set or a free set. And, um, the set would be about, you know, maybe a 2000 yard set. And then we finish off with a pull set. So we always did a warm up set, kick set, swim set, and a pull set. And the pull set could be, um, about 1200 usually. And again, it's like, you know, 12, 100s or six, you know, um, 
six twos, something, something like that. Um, and I pull with big paddles and a tube around my ankles and a pull boy. Right. And, um, and I really, really like pulling too. I really enjoy pull sets. Yeah. Um, and we kind of did that yesterday, yesterday I swam in Las Vegas and we, at the end of workout, we pulled, um, three, five hundreds, uh, descending one through three, which I, I love that. I love a set like that. Um, and then we could finish off the workout with, um, some 25s like down easy back hard and you can do stroke on that usually um 25s are on the minute or on the um down easy back hard on the minute so it'd be a 50 on the minute and we could do about 10 or 12 of those so it's somewhere between four and five thousand was a typical workout and um i would do that um six days a week okay and that's yeah that's yards is it that is yards yes that's yards and then during the winter, uh, during the summer, rather, we, we switch over to meters, uh, go long course meters. Um, and we do that for maybe four, four months. That's about it. And then we switch back to yards again. We, uh, when we were swimming um, before COVID, um, we had to share the pool with the club teams. And so we, there's, there's like 40 lanes when you're swimming yards. And there's only nine lanes when you're swimming um, meters, long course meters. So they, they switch it back to yards as soon as they can. Yes. Uh, cause we, because there's just not enough room for everybody. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's interesting. See, we don't have yards in Australia. We just have um, short course meters and long course meters. So, right. Yeah. 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 So, we're, yeah, we're stuck with the eight lanes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some, right. Some pools have the nine <laughs> lanes, yeah. <laughs> and with the amount of pool that you do, have you ever had any shoulder problems? Knock on wood. No, I have not. Um, you know, a little, a little aches and pains, but I've never had shoulder surgery. Never had, never required that. I think I've gotten like in, in all the years, I think I went maybe one or two cortisone shots in my shoulder, but, um, uh, no, I've been very, very fortunate. So I'm knocking on wood right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you do any, um, dry land strength training to go along with that? swimming or um i started riding a stationary bicycle um, when covid started we didn't have any pools at all for about four months so i bought just a stationary bicycle for my house and um i i ride i started riding just a half an hour um every day uh, wasn't loving it just was not my thing but um i kept i've kept doing it so i do it uh, when i get home from work so that's the only outside exercise that I really do besides swimming. And, um, and I've grown to like it now. It's, it's kind of part of my routine. I don't know if it's done me any good or not. Um, yeah. but I couldn't, I figured it can't hurt. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you haven't lo- noticed any leg strength coming from the cycling? Not really. I can't say that I have, yeah. and I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm two years older. I don't know, you know, they say that between 60 and 70, you really start to feel it. So who knows? I don't know. Um, um, You know, I'm beginning to enjoy riding the bicycle. I've done it for a year and a half now, but um, never did anything outside of swimming before. Okay. So no, no weights um, or strength training outside of swimming. I just haven't had the time. And I'm thinking that, you know, when I retire, um, I might start doing a program, you know, maybe get a trainer to show me what to do and how not to hurt myself. Um, but I think that I might 
try to do that because I know that like, again, as you age, you, you do lose a lot of muscle. So yeah. um, I, it might be something that I can uh, find the time for when I retire. Right yeah. now I'm still working full time. Yeah, that's exhausting. How do you do that? <laughs> yeah, it's getting harder, let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I know you've had records in not only the freestyle events, but in medley and butterfly and backstroke. How do you manage to fit all that stroke training into one session? Or do you sort of structure it across the week? So how do you how do you do that within each session? Um yeah, I, I I'll do um mostly you know, my workouts mostly freestyle now. Um I always start out my workout now with uh, 15 high, so just for my fifteen hundred free. Um, to start off with. And then, um, and then while I'm swimming that I try and think of a workout for that day. And if I think, well, I haven't done stroke in a while, I'll do a set of 200 backstrokes or, you know, um, my fly sets are usually fifties uh, or 25s. I don't want to do hundred flies. So, uh, so um, sometimes I'll, you know, do a, a set where I'll, I'll do uh, 10, one hundreds, with 75 free 25 fly, that would be like my five fly set. Um, so it would be like the last 25 of a hundred would, um, so the last 25 of that of the hundred would be a butterfly. Um, um, so that would be like a fly set. So I just try to think about what I haven't done in a while. I'm saying, well, gosh, I haven't kicked them in a long time. So I might kick, um, you know, a 2000 yard kick set. Cause I, you know, that's something I can do by myself. Nobody else would want to do that with me ever. I know. So, so since I'm by myself, I can do that. Um, so, you know, I just sort of kind of mix it up and um, get my strokes in there. I, I do very little breaststroke because I'm just so pathetic at it. Um, but I do enough so I can do a, an I am. Right. Um, and, and muddle through an I am. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you mentioned you, you would do a 2000 kick set. What, what would that, what would be made up in that 2000? Like, what would you do? Oh, yeah, I love to kick. So I, I could do like um, like 10 200s kicking um, or, you know, which I, I'll, I'll switch off. I did the other day, I did 300s kick and I did, um, uh, I did, I think I did six, yeah, I did six 300s and I did, um, you know, a 300 fly, 300 back, 300 free. And I did that <laughs> twice through. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I love I love kick as well. But yeah, there's yeah. Not, not a lot of fans out there of it. I think. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> do you find when you're doing that? Do you use a, a board or do you do it without a board? Yeah, with um, the the dolphin kick and the flutter kick, I will do with a board. Backstroke, I don't use a board. I'll put on. Uh, I've been wearing um, um, a, uh, a a nose clip on backstroke because I can find I can stay underwater longer. I can do my back dolphin longer. And um, I went to a, a camp. Gary Hall invited me to go to one of his camps. And oh. so I went to his camp. Um, yeah, he said uh, he would love to have me participate in one of his camps. And he he brought me to his camp and um, gave me a, a snorkel and some fins, which I, I've never used fins before. I never used a snorkel before. I never used a nose clip before. And he, he kind of um, showed me how to use all these little um, um, toys. And it was great. I just loved it. So I've been using snorkel now when I pull sometimes. And I've been using fins at the end of workout when I do my 25s. 
Um, but uh, when I do that kick sets, I do it without the fins. But, um, but now when I do my kick sets on backstroke, I put a, a nose clip on so I can stay underwater longer. And I, I think it's really great. And I think the next time I swim backstroke in a, in a meet, I might try to use a nose clip just to, just to be able to stay underwater longer. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing that you got to go to the race club. Is that, is that in Florida? Well, it used to be in Florida. It's now in Southern California. Yeah, oh. I know. And, and it was totally unsolicited. I didn't, I didn't call him. He called me and asked me if I'd like to do it. I went, wow. Yeah, that'd be awesome. So um, that was so much fun. So I went down for three days and did that. That's, that's amazing. Was that just you or was it a whole group of master swimmers or did he mix you in with um, younger swimmers as well? Uh, it was me and one other person. Okay. Yeah, it was just the two of us. Right. And what was your biggest takeaway from what he was able to give you? Because he's just um, such a legend, isn't he? Oh, he's such a legend. It was just, it was amazing. Well, I think that he really helped my backstroke a lot because, um, you know, I, I, I try to do a, a rapid backstroke, arm, arm stroke, and he, um, he told me that that was exactly what I was supposed to be doing. So I work really hard. I'm kicking fast in backstroke, a really rapid kick because your, your arms go with your kick. If you're kicking fast on your back, your arms can go fast. And the turnover is the important thing on that. Um, also on the underwater dolphin, you know, I mean, you're so much faster underwater than you are on top of the water, they say. And, um, and my dolphin underwater, he said, is really good. So I should really capitalize on that, which I've been working on that a lot on my own. Right. So uh, I think that I'm, I'm really excited about what he's told me about my backstroke and the turnover and how important that is. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was amazing. It was so much fun. Yeah. What, how many um, dolphin kicks do you tend to do off the wall in a, a race? And do you change that um, between the 50, 100 and 200 back? Well, yeah, I totally run out of air on the 200. So <laughs> if I can get two or three kicks off the wall on a 200, you know, after the first 50, that's good for me. So, you know, off the, on a 50, I can do like six, eight kicks underwater and, um, and I, I come up ahead and it's, it's really great. It's a good feeling. Yeah. Um, the hundred, you know, it, 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 exponentially goes lower and lower <laughs> so, so I can at the, at the start I can do six to eight and then it's like four and then two and then <laughs> yeah of course <laughs> I, I run I run out of air <laughs> yeah yeah of course <laughs> and was he able to give you um obviously you were talking about the speed of your arm stroke in backstroke what was his main sort of takeaway for increasing that stroke rate in backstroke well, he, he mentioned that the, it's the kick. It's all related to the kick. So if you can't, your arms won't go faster if your legs don't go faster. So if, you, if you've got a really rapid kick, you can, you, can, um, you can have a really rapid arm stroke. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's great. Good takeaways and, and fantastic that you were able to benefit from all his experience. Oh, yeah. He's, he's really amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So what, what pool is he based out of now in, in Southern California? It was down at Coronado. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. San Francisco. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it's Southern California. Yeah. Southern, oh, Southern California. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. My geography is not great. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you also, um, I know you've been to a lot of different world championships. What's been your favourite or most memorable race that you've had at one of those big competitions? 
oh, the, the most memorable one was in Montreal, where I, you, the competition pool, you had to get on a bus from the main pool. Well, there were two competition pools, and one you had to get on a bus to take to the competition pool. And I was warming up in the main pool. And, um, and then I, because I, I liked it, because there was no warm up pool at the, at the pool I was going to do my competition in. And so I was warming up at the main pool where they had a, a warm up pool and watching the signs for, cause they had uh, television cameras that showed you what event they were at, at the other pool. So I wasn't going to miss my bus. And I figured I was, had plenty of time. So I, I got, I walked over where the bus stop was to get on the bus to the, to where I was going to get, do my hundred fly. And I got on the wrong bus and it took me, somewhere I did not want to go and <laughs> and by the time it circled back to the, the starting point I figured I'd miss my race so I ran from there <gasps> to the other pool which was about a mile away and it was over a bridge and down a way and I, I ran there and I got there as my heat was walking up to the blocks oh no <laughs> yeah and I was in the middle lane on the hunter butterfly. And uh, one of the girls saw me running up and she handed me her water bottle. And it was, it was so hot. And I think I drank as I was running up to the, the blocks, I drank half of the, the, her water bottle and got onto the blocks and I swam. I, I think it was all adrenaline <laughs> and I swam the hunter fly. And I think I did like a one twelve or a one thirteen. It was a, it was a pretty good swim for me. And, um, and I, and I won it, but if you're asking most memorable, that was definitely the most memorable <laughs> for my world championships. I was yeah. sure I had missed it. I was absolutely positive. I'd missed a race, but, um, but I thought I'd take a shot and I ran all the way <laughs> and I'm not a runner. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> what's your, what's your mindset going into a race? Like, what do you, um, how do you sort of talk yourself up and get prepared for that race. Well, I get I get nervous. Yeah, before before every race because I want to I want to do well. Yes. Um. Um. So my mindset, I guess I just um I just try to think about you know my competition and what I need to do to to win and to do well. Um. I don't know. I don't like visualize or anything like that. Um, I just, I, I just get up and, and do it. I feel like if, um, th this past, this past meet that I swam in in Mission Viejo, I was really nervous because I like going into a meet feeling prepared. And usually I feel confident because I know I put the work in and I wasn't sure what was going to show up, uh, in Mission Viejo, just because I didn't know if what I was doing was enough, uh, if, it, if I was doing the right thing, if I was doing, you know, putting in the yardage I should be putting in to, to get results. So that was a little scary for me. Um, um, but usually I go in and I feel like I've prepared myself for the race. Yeah. And, yeah. and do you find that, do you find that the nerves sort of, if you've got several events over that day, do you find that the nerves go after the first race or every time you get behind the blocks, you sort of have that um, nervous feeling or adrenaline rush? I think they get better 
when I get in and warm up just before, like if I, if I get to the, to the, to the venue and I'm really super nervous when I get in and start warming up a little bit, it helps. Um, I, I do feel like I need a really good warm up, and, um, and that, and I do that before every race I get in and warm up. I can't, I can't start a race cold. Yeah. So, um, uh, but I do get, I think I get nervous before every race, but yeah, the first one's probably, probably, you know, the worst or the best, which I don't even look at it. <laughs> yeah. And what, what's a typical race warm up for you? Um, I just warm up until I feel warmed up. So I don't have anything, any set thing. Um, if I, um, sometimes I'll swim 400 and sometimes I'll swim 1200. It just depends on how my body feels. If it's, uh, if the water's really cold and um, if the water's cold, I won't stand very long. I'll get out and I'll take a shower and I'll warm up in the shower and yep. get my muscles all loose and warm in the shower. Yeah. Um, if the water's really warm, I might stay in longer just because it, it's, it's a good way to loosen up my muscles. You yeah. Know, and I, I like the warmer water. Yeah. No, that sounds good. <laughs> and what, um, what, if we can get out of this um, pandemic, obviously, do you see yourself racing at any other um, world titles? Have you got any of those plans in the future? In world championships? Yeah. I think, I think they're in Tokyo next year. Yeah, if they go uh, ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I definitely would love to go. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be fun. Yeah. And have you, have you actually, <clears throat> sorry, have you been out to Australia at all? To um, compete for Australia, yeah, yeah. I, I went to Perth. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, We're, we had the World Championships in Perth. When was that? Was that was that two thousand and eight or something or two thousand and seven? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Oh yeah, I loved it. It was great. It was so much fun. Yeah. And do you travel with the with your masters group when you came out? Did you travel with? Yes. The group? Yeah. Yeah. There were about I think there were about ten of us. I think about sixteen of us went to Budapest. Um, probably about 16 of us went to uh, Montreal because those are uh, Montreal is a little closer for us. You know, uh, Australia was a, uh, a huge trip. Yes. Um, yes. But it, I mean, it was great. We all had a wonderful time. I think 10 or 12 of us went to, uh, to Australia because we, we do have relays and, um, and it's, you know, it's, it's all part of the, you know, the team, you know, it's great. Yeah. And, I was just going to ask you one thing before I let you go. The um, I know you're an inductee of the International Hall of Swimming Fame and the Masters one as well. How did how did that come about? How did it come about? I, they yeah. just called me up and said that you you're being inducted. I it's right. not like yeah, I know. I was t- totally surprised and honored. It was amazing, um, particularly the I mean the Masters Hall of Fame. Um, you know, it was a great honor, but the International Hall of Fame was amazing. There aren't that many master swimmers that are, are inducted into that. And that was, uh, it was a, a, especially surprising and a great honor. Um, yeah. Yeah. And do you, you have to go out to Florida to accept that? Right. We, uh, I went out to Florida. Uh, yeah. My daughter reminds me that I missed her graduation from college. Because <laughs> it was, I was being inducted. It was like, oh, what do I do? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I had to go out to Florida. That I did bring my mother with me. <laughs> but um, it was, uh, yeah, both times I think they were in Florida. Yeah, where yeah. the Hall of Fame is located. 
Yeah. Oh, that's what children are there for, to remind us of these uh, mistakes that we make. <laughs> yeah, it probably was a mistake. <laughs> no, I didn't mean it like that. Of course not. <laughs> I think you're right. It was. <laughs> uh, all of our best intentions. <laughs> oh, well, Laura, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure getting to know you and hearing about your swimming journey. And um, thank you for sharing all your insights um, with us. I think all our listeners will take away lots um, back to their own programs to have a think about how they can make their own swimming better. Oh, thanks, Danielle. Uh, thanks for thinking of me, really. Yeah, it's a delight to have you on. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Thanks for listening in today. I hope you enjoyed hearing from Laura and getting an insight into a Masters Champion mindset. Till next time, happy swimming and goodbye.